we fall into this trap of like, this is the thing I'm passionate about. And then we try and hold on to it for years and years and years after its expiration date, whether it's a job or a passion project or even a friendship or relationship. And the thing that once brought us joy no longer does, but we're still gripping Mm -hmm. onto it. So it's so important to reflect. Welcome to Radical Clarity with Nathan Day Shorters, where we discuss ideas, strategies, and concepts to support you in getting radically clear on your next level so that you can step up to the best versions of yourself for purpose, self-mastery, and living your best life now. I'm your host, Yitzhak Shorters, and I come to you with 20 years of experience as an international publicist, an NLP master certified coach for women entrepreneurs, a brain-centric instructional designer, a wife, a twin mom, and a bona fide foodie. I look forward to you getting radically clear on your purpose. Shall we begin? Did you know that it takes a tenth of a second for fear to take root in your body? And also, according to Harvard psychologist Sean Acker, happiness actually makes you more successful, not the other way around. So I want to welcome you to Radical Clarity with Yitz in the Shorters, where we discuss ideas, strategies, and concepts to support you in getting radically clear on your next level so that you can step up to the best versions of yourself for purpose, self-mastery, and living your best life now. I'm your host, Yitzhak Shorters. I come to you with 20 years of experience as an international publicist, an NLP master certified coach for women entrepreneurs, a brain-centric instructional designer, wife, twin mom, and a bona fide foodie for life. On today's show, I have with me Megan Siemens. And Megan is a life and energy coach who is exceptional at helping you navigate life on your own terms using the energy that you have uh, to show up in the world. Today's topic is about fear. And we're exploring why you're afraid of your next level of joy, success, and freedom, and how you can get through that fear to live the life that you desire. First, I got to say, I I met Megan through a mutual friend, Selena Sue. Well, I connected with Selena Sue through Audio Richmond, but I've known of Selena's work. And so Megan does an incredible job just engaging Selena's community. And so inviting her to this conversation was fitting because one, she's a life coach and energy coach. And I thought this is all of it is energy. This is energy that we need to explore and talk about. Now, I always feel like I can't do a great job introducing people because I feel like there's things about them that I want them to stand in fully. So Megan, welcome to Radical Clarity. We are in the shoulders. I would love for you to please introduce yourself to us. Thank you so much. I've been so looking forward to this conversation all week, all month. So I'm Megan Siemens, like you said, life and energy coach. And I help people uncover, rediscover their unique energetic blueprint so they can live their magic and turn the volume up loud on their wild joy, love, and leadership. So I love helping people find clarity, confidence, and purpose. And outside of the work that I do. I'm also a world traveler. And <laughs> I love that you said you're a bona fide foodie because I'd like <laughs> to take that title myself. <laughs> yes, totally. You, you are welcome to. I love food and, and I, will, I will trade a lot of things for food. So, <laughs> yes. So actually I picked this topic specifically because I've had the experience of my next level and what that fear mm-hmm. felt like as an entrepreneur. 
and being afraid of success and failure at the same time. So I wanted to explore kind of what are the things that come in the way of our next level that feed our fear and how we can get through them. Cause I don't believe in getting past things or over things. I get, I feel like you have to go through stuff so that you actually know what it feels like and attest to it. So my first question to you is why do you think that we are all, most of us, at least on some capacity subconsciously afraid of our next level? It's such a good question. It's that stepping out of your comfort zone, right? It's, you feel so good where you're at. And even though a part of you is like, oh, I want that over there. There's this little voice and that subconscious mind like playing in the background. It's like the slightest buzz, but also feels so loud at the same time. That's like, but what's actually going to happen when we do that? And do I have the capacity to really hold that? Hmm. So I think there's always these like contradictions going on, like fear of success, fear of failure, same time. And it's this also these two voices of like, I want that. And also, can I actually do it? Can I hold it? What's actually going to happen if that really plays out, if I do step up into that next level? And I can understand that because I think, you know, for me, when I think of the things I was afraid of for my next level is realizing in that moment that I wanted something more that I wasn't ready to step up into the capacity that it required. I was like, can I just do the same thing (laughs) and get better results? And it's like, no, you can't because it doesn't work that way. You have to increase your capacity for more to get more. And so I totally understand what you just explained. That absolutely makes sense. So first we're going to go step by step. In what Mm -hmm. ways can we nurture our joy so that fear can't, because fear is always a part of life. It's going to be there, but yeah. it just won't be as loud. So how can we, what are these little things we can do to nurture our joy? It's so important. And you're already touching on it just in the question itself of like nurture your joy. So often what I find with the clients I work with and the people I have conversation with, is they don't pay attention to their energy until it's gone, until Mm. it's on empty, until they're burnt out. And then it's like reactive mode. It's like, let's fix it. Let's go in and like fix it now because it's all gone. It's all drained out. And really what you need to do is nurture it day Mm. to day. Are you checking in with yourself? Are you noticing what is bringing you joy and what's draining you out? Mm. Even if it once gave you joy, I think that's a really important Mm. one to pay attention to because so often we fall into this trap of like, this is the thing I'm passionate about. And then we try and hold on to it for years and years and years after its expiration date, whether it's a job or a passion project, or even a friendship or relationship. And the thing that once brought us joy no longer does, but we're still gripping Mm. onto it. So it's so important to reflect I agree. How, so how do we, because I see that it's what you said earlier, you know, we're comfortable, so we don't want to move, but that's a great example. You, you have an experience where there's something that used to bring you pure joy and it's kind of ridden its course. What are the steps you can advise to release that so that Mm. you can make room for something new? I feel like the first step is acknowledging, like, it's not necessarily going to be easy or like feel like rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> right. Like, right. I think there's a misconception out there yeah, that yeah. like we step out of our comfort zone and then everything's going to be like easeful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like the first thing is acknowledging like it is going to be uncomfortable and giving yourself the evidence, giving your brain the pieces that will show you what's actually on the other side of it. Right. 
So connecting with why, why are you doing this? Why are you letting this go? And how is that going to support you? And how is that going to ripple out into other areas of your life as well? I love that. So let's get to the second part of in what way can we nurture success? Knowing that success is different for everyone. So Mm -hmm. what ways can we nurture our success? So well-spoken from a projector because (laughs) success Success is the projector's uh, signature theme in human design. And that's such a great tip in itself of like, are you defining what success actually means to you? Not what success means to however you were raised or conditioned by or what society says, but what does success actually mean to you? And I believe the first thing we can do to really get in tune with that and get aligned with that is to learn our unique energy because we're all made to move in different ways. And so learning our unique energy is going to allow us to step into that success path in a way that isn't just here's success. Now I have it on the external, but it's success that's sustainable and that you can continue to live out and walk with day to day. Right. Okay. And then the the third one, in what ways can we nurture freedom, Mm, right? Freedom to be freedom to, because there's freedom where I feel like people are like, I want to be free to be myself in the level that I am, which I'm not cool with. I'm like, you should be high trying to be the better version of yourself. Right. So in what ways can we nurture the freedom that spirals us up to better versions of ourselves? I think it comes to, are you paying attention to the stories that are playing in the background? How often do those stories playing in the background actually hold you back from that next level? And can you really live fully free if you're not paying attention to what stories are actually running the show? I'm writing stuff down, man, because you're you're like dropping like your (laughs) Twitter boys over here. (laughs) Okay, so now in thinking about fear, what should we pay attention to with fear, Mm -hmm. both positive and negative, of how we need to manage it? Because I feel Mm -hmm. like people that you know eliminate fear. Fear is always going to be there. We're human; it's always going to be there. So, what should we do to pay attention to what's the plus of? Okay, this is. I'm getting away from fear. I'm getting to go into it. What are the things we can pay attention to that Mm -hmm. ties us into levels of fear? Mm, Yeah. I think the first thing we can pay attention to is what's the evidence that's supporting it. Mm. And I feel like so obvious and a part of us like resists doing that because we're like, no, no, no. I know. Like I very logically know I don't want to live by this fear story anymore. So like, Mm -hmm. no, I don't need to like go through and like sort why this fear story is here, but there's a reason it's here. And the reason it's anchored in is due to that evidence. And so what's the evidence supporting the fear story that's here and really let yourself list it out because all fear wants, cause like, like you said, fear is here. It's with us. It's coming with us the whole ride of life. And all fear wants is to be heard because fear's job is to protect us. And so hear it out. Why is it here? What is supporting that story and listen to it so that you can then start to create new evidence, yeah. writing a new story. Yeah. You know, what's in, in amazing when you said that, that just triggered for me. I've had my NLP license now for two years. And mm. one of the pivotal moments for me was I, I was a, a, one of the demo students where they, we had to eliminate negative self-thoughts. As much as I'm a very positive person, when my mind spirals, it's just as intense. And so I was a demo and, and I remembered one of the analogies that my uh, coach used was, she said, how loud is it? 
right? So she was like, is he on your left or your right? Like, we have to fill it out. I was like, because on my right. She's like, how loud is it? I'm like, it's so loud, I can't even hear myself think. And she asked different questions, like, why do you think it's loud? And I, we got to the answer of, it's because for so long, like, I grew up in Nigeria. And in Nigeria, whenever you, like, you have negative thoughts, they say something in Yoruba called, Olomaji, and you, you flip your hand backwards like this, which means, God forbid. So you don't even have room to address the thoughts, which I understand, right? It's like, you don't want to give energy to it, but years of suppressing fears, it's like the fear screams louder. Like, I need you to hear me. So I, I ended up listening to my, my negative self-talk and my fears that day. And I just, I started crying because I'm like, oh my God, I've been trying so hard to silence you. I have to forgive myself for not listening to me. And so now, whenever a fear pops up, I'm like, why are you showing up? It's because you want to protect me. And then I have to reassure my fear, like, don't worry. I will take care of us. I appreciate you showing up, but this is not it, you know? And so being able to really address, I'm with you on doing a reality test and then providing evidence. And your fear really just wants to protect you. Like, so how do you talk to it in a loving way and help it understand that you are there to protect it? Oh, thank you for sharing that story. Like, yeah. I mean, like, full body goosebumps. So just yeah, like, no, that's, I remember that. That was, that was transformative for me. I, I remember. So totally. Yeah. Okay. So next question. Give as much detail. Like, there's a story that pops to your mind. Please share. Because I feel like this is something that you have experienced. What specifically surprised you about any recent fear that you've had that transformed you into a higher vibe of who you are? Ooh, this is a juicy one. Okay, so the fear that's popping in, like a recent fear that I worked through, was fear of people seeing all parts of me, right? So not just like the happy, like I love me some sparkle and joy and like it's, that is my natural state. You are the best hype girl I have ever met, Virgin. You freaking rock at hyping. I love it. (laughs) It's my natural state and I love it so much. And noticing there was this part of me that feared if people saw like other sides of that, like emotional sides or silly, like silly, goofy, what I would used to label as like weird sides of me or emotional sides of me, like what would they think? And so really under the core of that, like under the fear of like people seeing all sides of me, it was this fear of judgment. And that really surprised me because I've always felt like I've been a very open person. Like I've always felt like I've been an open book. And so feeling that story come up, I was, it was actually while I was sitting in a training and I felt myself getting emotional and I had this like urge, like turn my camera off. I was like, no one can see this. Like no one can see that I'm, you know, getting emotional right now. And I was like, whoa, what? what is that? Right. And so there was this surprise of like, I'm, I feel like I've always been someone that's fine with being on camera, like fine Mm -hmm. with showing up, fine with sharing vulnerably even. And still there was this undercurrent fear. And I feel like that is just even speaking to what we've been talking about this whole time of like, I've been doing work and self-work and fear work for six years now. It doesn't go away. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on what size is it, is it today? Is it big? Is yes. it, little? Like, it just ranges in sizes every day. Yes. Yes. And to be able to step back and be that sacred witness, that observer of the thoughts that are going on yeah. is one of the most 
important things I feel like we can do for our fear and for the fear voices coming up to be able to go, Oh, that's Mm -hmm. here. And instead of like, I'm just going to like rush past that. And like, maybe I'll deal with that next month. I could really sit with, okay, why is this here? What's, what's coming up? What's up with this? And how is that keeping back me back from my next level? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that because I, uh, for the podcast, I interviewed my NLP coach, uh, Nicole Mm -hmm. Schneider. We talked about how there's nothing wrong with going to the past to work things out. But as an NLP coach, the thing is, if you go to the past, go as an observer, do not become a part of that experience again, where you're relieving the trauma, like go back in your mind, however you're going to, you know, revisit the thought, go as an observer, because then you can see how you were responding as opposed to being a part of it. You can see what was happening. So you have a more descriptive idea of what happened through your own eyes, but being an observer. Yeah. It's so powerful. It really is. I love it. So what did you already know, but think about differently now? You know, I feel like what I thought about fear was like, it didn't matter. Like it was almost like that feeling of like, yeah, 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 that's here. But like, it's just going to be here, but it was like a sweep it under the rug, just going to be here. And now that knowing of like, oh, it's here. And it actually has really powerful messages Mm. If you take that moment to listen, fear has powerful messages. Listen, I love that. I love that. Fear has powerful messages. That's a tweetable. Please listen. Okay. So what did you already know about joy? Mm. What think about differently? So personally, what I knew about joy was that I've always had a deep access to joy. It's always been a part of my core being. I've always been a joyful person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. And how I think about it differently now is knowing that the hard seasons, the painful seasons, they actually cultivate our joy just mm. as much. Okay. okay. Just as much as, as the really, really joyful seasons. Yeah. <laughs> So can you give an example of that feeling like a joy that you experienced that you feel cultivated who you are? So many joys that I experienced, but I feel like, you know, in relation to kind of the lesson I was just speaking of what comes up is when, so my brother passed away in 2018 and I'm so grateful that I was able to spend his last two weeks of life with him. And it was like some of the most joyful memories that I have with him And that is an example of one of those, I mean, a hard season, a painful season, a season full of grief, even in those two weeks leading up. And I haven't laughed that much in like, like ever. It was one of the most joy filled seasons at the same time. And to be able to experience the both and Mm -hmm. in that chapter, to be able to experience like, wow, I'm in really deep grief and loss and pain and there's joy in here. And that reminder in itself taught me about, you know, things can be temporary. Mm -hmm. So where there's that deep pain, we can find that deep joy as well. And how important joy is. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And may he so rest, continue to rest in peace. All right. What did you already know, but think about differently when it comes to success? that anyone can have success. I feel like I've always believed that I've always believed like anyone can have a success story. And what I think about differently now is that we all get to write it in our own way. Like there's no one 
way. way. Right. There's no one success path. There's no yeah. one strategy. There's no one cookie cutter approach. Like yeah. take every successful person you've ever known and they've all done it differently. Yeah. And so knowing that you can write your own story in your own way. That's incredible. That's, that's definitely a transformation. It's like, Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't have to have a fancy car. I don't have to like the things that define success for people. Yeah. It's different for somebody else. It's like somebody else is like, I washed my car today and I feel wealthy because I'm driving around all in a clean car. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, I love that example. So what did you already know about freedom, but think about differently now? I feel like similar to success, like there's all these different pathways we can take. And what I think about differently now is the deepest freedom is going to come when you get that internal freedom, when you're being that observer of those stories, when you're reframing when needed, when you're not rushing past the fear or rushing past the pain or rushing past the sadness, but being with it so that you can then feel that really deep joy. That to me is like the best freedom. And I feel like I've always craved freedom, like in this external sense. I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to be able to choose my working hours and write this story. And it was when I found that internal freedom that really ignited it all. Can you share with us if you're open to when, if you have any specific time that pops in your mind of when you tapped into freedom and felt it and experienced it, you have a story to share. When I discovered human design, which is Mm -hmm. one of the modalities I use in my coaching practice, Mm -hmm. I realized how much I was going, 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 keeping up, keeping up, keeping up, keeping up with everyone, trying on everyone else's strategy, specifically in business. Like, and I realized when I leaned into human design and like started to learn about different unique energy types, how I was creating really amazing results outside of me. And how I was feeling a complete disconnect inside of me because I was so exhausted and so burnt out on things that I actually really enjoyed doing. And it wasn't actually about the things I was doing, but it was about how I was feeling internally. And so to be able to shift the way I was showing up to things created this really, really extraordinary amount of freedom with it. I love it. I love it. And I totally understand. And I, and I remember finding out that whenever you share that you were project, I'm like, wait a minute, she's got a lot of energy. What is that? <laughs> but I'm also an energy projector, so I understand. Yes. Um, so let, let's talk about HD for a second, you know, sidebar, just because I'm fascinated by it. I love to learn. So the idea of any new modality for me is just, let's yeah. see it. This is why I have an NLP certification and freaking brain centric design. Like I'm a one three according to human design. So I'm always experimenting and learning. Yes. So, when you think of human design and how people can understand themselves better, to what degree do people have personal control? Because, you know, human design, again, I love learning. So for me, it's like, I feel like everything is a tool. So I don't buy into in anything. I learn, I take what I need. But I know that it teaches that basically, technically, you don't really have a choice per se. Like if you just follow your, they always say follow your strategy and authority. So what would you say to people who they, in their nature, they have to test things, telling them something is they're like, yeah, no, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. So what would you say to people who could benefit from human design, 
but are kind of the manifestors of the world, right? They like, they take action. They don't wait for anyone to tell them what to do. What, what advice would you give? And then tell us what human design is for a start. Cause there's a bunch of people listening that are like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So human design, it's literally the study of differentiation. So how all human beings are different. There's 2 billion different configurations of a human design chart. So I've yet to meet two people with the exact same human design, which is kind of what made me fall that's in love cool. with it. Right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. the, like the one thing that made me fall in love with it was knowing like, Oh, I'm a projector, you're a projector, but we're totally different. Yeah. And I, I, I'm a projector, my, my partner, my boyfriend, he's also a projector. And again, we're totally different. And so it's, it's got all of these different like layers. And that's how I believe we are as humans. Like we are multidimensional. And so, and what it really is, is it's an energetic blueprint. So it's not, this is how you live your life. Um, like it's not step-by-step do this, do this. It's layers and layers of different pieces of how your energy can move with the least amount of resistance. And so to someone that's like desiring to like test it or put it into action, I say, do it. (laughs) Like test it, experiment with it, try it on piece by piece, Mm -hmm. take what works and leave what, what doesn't. And I always say when I'm sitting with someone in a human design session, like you're going to teach me as much as I'm going to share with you because I'm no one knows your design better than you do. Yeah. And we all have access to all of the energies. It's literally just about finding what feels good for you. That's what it's all about. And that's what I'll always bring someone back to what feels good for you. I love it. (laughs) Now to wrap up the conversation, we're talking about fear and why people are afraid of their next level of joy, success, and freedom. If you could give an advice on how they can get through that fear to get to the life that they desire, what would it be? Just one piece of advice. Let's say top three advice, top three advice for, you know, how you can get through fear to get to the life that you desire. Top three advice. I love it. I love it. So one is I would say find some support. Even if it's just a friend that you really, really feel safe with to chat about your fear, uh, it's so freeing to be able to speak out, hear it. Like we were talking about earlier, like give it a chance to be heard and you don't have to do it alone. So I would say find some support in your path. Okay. I would say the second thing is start, start to get to know yourself. I feel like we drop so many pieces of ourselves along the way. It's like, yeah. Yep. Living life, checking boxes, like going through the motions. And we drop so many pieces of ourselves. So start to get to know yourself again. Um, Grab a journal, write out what's coming up for you. Connect with yourself, connect with your feelings and start to figure out what it is you really desire now. And if that's different than what you've been walking prior to that. And then let's see. Third one I'll say is... Continue showing up to things like this podcast and doing self-work and connecting with things that bring you into that higher vibration, not to bypass over the fear, but to connect you with the vibrations that feel really good for you so that you can just turn the volume up on it more and more and more. I love it. I always tell my clients that the thing they're looking for is in the middle. Mm -hmm. The joy they want is in the middle of the fear that they're avoiding. 
Mm-hmm. That the joy that you're looking for is literally sitting down in the middle of your fear. So you have to go through fear to get to your joy. So remembering, you know, um, Megan talking about how you have to pay attention to even if this thing used to bring you joy, is it draining you right now? And, and how do you let it go so that you can become the higher version of yourself? And, you know, reality testing things and, and making sure you, you provide evidence of what is happening as your narrations are coming into your mind. You know, thinking about the fear of judgment, like what are you afraid of? You know, you should face yourself in terms of stepping into versions of yourself that allow you to experience fear on different levels, but in a way that is authentic to you, that you can face it and deal with it. And then remembering that your deepest freedom comes internally. It always starts within all the time. Whenever you're looking outside, pause and remember that that means I got to look inside. If you stop looking outside, that's a sign that you need to look inside. So being mindful of that and remembering that joy cultivates who you are. And so remembering to keep cultivating joy as often as you can. So Megan, I want to go through the sprint jam session. We're going to ask four questions and then we'll wrap up here. Question number one, favorite childhood memory. Eating red snow cones in the park. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Second one, favorite quote. What's coming through right now is you are exactly where you need to be right now. I love it. What does purpose mean to you? To live in the moment. And finally, what are you currently doing for your own next level? I am currently traveling the UK, which has been my dream to come here on a one-way ticket. And here I am. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Please let us know where we can find you on the internet. Yes, you can find me pretty much anywhere at my name, at Megan Siemens. I love hanging out on Instagram. It's probably my favorite platform. Um, I love me some Instagram stories. So come find me over there and definitely share your favorite takeaways from this episode with me. I have loved having you on, Megan. Thank you so much. Now, if you've enjoyed what you've just listened to, go ahead and subscribe on the platform and leave your review. I'd like to hear from you. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any questions about today's show, please head over to the Radical Clarity Podcast page and leave your comments and I'll follow up with you. Thank you, listener, for your time. I appreciate you making the decision to listen today. Until next time, I invite you to get radical clarity on your purpose and step fully into the next best version of yourself. And I'm Yetende Shorters. And for now, I'm leaving you with love, blessings, and a boatload of productivity dust. Take care and I'll hear from you soon. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've just listened to, go ahead and subscribe on the platform and leave your review. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions about today's show, head over to Radical Clarity Podcast page and leave your comments and I'll follow up with you. Thank you for your time. I really do appreciate you making the decision to listen today. So until next time, I really would love to invite you to get radically clear on your purpose so that you can step fully into the next best version of yourself. I'm Yesenia Shorters, and for now, I'm leaving you with love, blessings, and a boatload of productivity desks. Peace.